0: This is a podcast from the Queen City Podcast Network.
1: Welcome, welcome, my children of the night to Bosom Bloodies. So uh, <laughs> hey, uh, this is bl- no, I said it wrong again. This is Bosom Bloodies. I'm Kale.
0: I'm Glennis.
1: And uh, we are ready to get scared. So you got anything big planned for Halloween already? Got any events or anything on your schedule?
0: Well, I have a small person in my life. So trick-or-treating will be Mm -hmm. the main event, I believe, which I'm excited about because there's, you know, there are different phases, I feel like, that you enjoy Halloween in your life. And I feel like the purest one is when you're a child and you're getting candy and a pillowcase. So I'm excited to live vicariously through my son again and enjoy that.
1: Well, I've got, uh, you're familiar with Davidson community players, I imagine. It's yes. school community theater. So uh, during the pandemic, I did booze and brews.
0: Yes. Yes. What a great concept. I love that.
1: It might have been the only thing they did that year because of the the panini. Mm -hmm. So I did a show with uh, Marla Brown from Warehouse Performing Arts Center. Uh, She wrote a short called A Candy Dish Named Desire, which was (laughs) based on a streetcar named Desire, but it was all candy.
0: I like it. I like it already.
1: (laughs) And it it was uh, fun. I played a character named oh henry and um at one point i come out and i yell snickers snickers
0: (laughs) oh man uh
1: and i really hammed it up too i mean i i that was way toned down i really hammed it up by
0: i mean you have to i did my
1: inner brando uh, so it was fun. It, there was a lot of like really interesting plays they had. Some that were kind of creepy, but they were all kind of, hers was different because it was, you know, just kind of taking candy puns and having fun with Streetcar Named Desire, which they had just produced at uh, Davidson, I believe the year before or right before. Oh,
0: okay. That. So it was fresh in Marla's mind.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marla played, ooh, uh, I always rely on the kindness of strangers. The, what's that Blanche. Blanche. Blanche DuBois. Thank you. Yeah, so it was uh, a ton of fun, and, but I didn't audition this year, uh, but I do want to go see it. They're doing it again this year. I want to go see it Yeah,
0: I was, I was trying to write for, you know, because they have like a submission call for playwrights and I yeah. was trying to write something and I ended up not, it didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> like I looked at what I had written and it was a lot of like ghost fart jokes and I was like I don't know. <laughs> um,
1: yes, please.
0: <laughs> <laughs> sign me up. What can I wear though? There's nothing to wear. Did you guys hear that? I'm scared. I don't know what was that, guys. And I didn't do that. I'm scared.
1: Cool. You know what? Today we um, have a very fun topic. We've talked about movies that you can see that aren't that scary. So if you want to get in the mood, but you're, you don't like scary movies, but the flip side of that is, I mean, those, those movies are fine. Fine. (laughs) That's not why we have Halloween. They're a good
0: gateway into (laughs) Halloween films. That's right. We do like scary movies.
1: Yes. Oh, that's right. That's what we were talking about. (laughs) (laughs) So here's what I've got for us today. I've got a list. There is a project called the Science of Scare, but basically they take test subjects and they hook them up to some little wires and they check their, their resting heart rate and the spikes and what happens to them while they're watching different scary movies. And then they- wow the results have done this now Uh, they just released the 2022 results past three years and they rank the movies from the most scariest to the least wow feels like a very objective way
0: yeah that's very cool i wonder what what kind of time commitment that is for the test subjects though like and like how many scary movies do you have to watch? I mean, I'm sure not I'm sure they don't make everyone watch all of them, but I wonder if anybody participating was like, that's it. <laughs> I
1: <can't watch> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I gotta imagine too, like by the fourth one, like that you just the dropout you're like oh, I'm fatigued from this
0: right desensitized <laughs> uh
1: well right here to prevent audience fatigue our screenings take place over the course of several weeks throughout the year
0: so uh, okay. we
1: publish results in October just in time for Halloween oh, okay uh to decide what films to screen we take recommendations from for the most frightening films from horror experts critic best of list online communities uh including reddit and their own personal lists
0: all right well let's get into it are we doing top 10
1: let's see they release 20 do you want to hear all 20 or you just want to hear top 10
0: let's do top 10
1: okay we'll do top 10 and then we'll see what we would uh add to it
0: yeah Uh, maybe we could check if ours are in the top 20 we mm -hmm. can cross
1: reference all right and this is of all time so this is just movies that came out this year this is of all time wow uh which i think is pretty interesting uh, here's the list. Number 10 with a average heart rate of 80 and a highest peak of 115.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Paranormal activity. Okay. Okay. The movie that kicked off the uh, found footage phenomenon, right? Or mm-hmm. No, I guess Splitter Witch started that, but it was definitely a part of the...
0: Yeah. I mean, the budget for that, those filmmakers are brilliant because <laughs> they just you know i mean not just i don't want to you know detract from the work they did but it was a very simple shooting format and it was super effective um yeah you've seen yeah it, I, I think I'm that's assuming. the thing
1: is you can make horror movies on the cheap um so you find a lot of auteurs a- that start out in horror you know james Wan as an example
0: mm-hmm.
1: sam raimi is another favorite yeah and so And again, this is the scariest films of all time. I've got a list of my favorites. Right. But the my favorites and the scariest aren't necessarily the same ones. You've you've got a list, but did you pick scariest or did you pick favorites?
0: I did not pick favorite. I just picked movies that I remember being scared, like having a visceral reaction. <laughs> and I did uh, by per, per visceral normal, reaction,
1: did you actually shit your pants?
0: <laughs> I have yet to be that scared by a film, but I you know, I'm never saying never because I don't want to be that person humbled by the universe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that should that will be our science of scare. We're going to do a study. <laughs> we measure the amount of shit in your pants when you start watching the movie and then we measure your pants after you leave. <laughs> right. All right. The that was number 10. Number 9 is a fairly new film and one I have not seen. It is A Quiet Place Part 2.
0: Oh, I have seen A Quiet Place, period, the first one, but I haven't seen the sequel. Did you see the first one?
1: I did. I loved the first one. I thought it was very good. I have not me seen Me too. It.
0: And it scared me in moments, but it was more like I liked the idea. It was, you know, interesting yeah. to me and engaging, but I wasn't like afraid the whole time.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly that. We'll have to um, see the
0: sequel. Yeah.
1: This one's not on the list, but w- what when I think of the Quiet Place, there's another movie called Don't Breathe. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that one?
0: No. <laughs> what a directive.
1: <laughs> it has a sequel, Don't Breathe, to uh, Don't Breathe came out in 2016. So it's a film about. Uh, some teenagers and they break into the house of a blind man, and so they uh, they get caught. I don't remember what they were, why they were breaking in, what they were stealing, but basically he terrorized them. He locks them in the house, so they can't get out, oh, and man. so they can see him, but he can't see them. He's a blind man, but he's straight up murdering these teenagers one at a time, and they so they can move around their house in the room, but they can't make any noise because if they do, he's going to come and murder them up. Oh my gosh. And it, it was uh remind me of a quiet place. Cause it was like that same tension where you're like, Oh, Shh, be quiet what are yeah. you doing don't this, that door's gonna creep don't open
0: that door <laughs> right where the rules of the movie are very clear and you're as soon as you learn them you're invested
1: for sure for sure i would definitely i haven't seen don't breathe Two, but I, I i don't know how that a-
0: i I mean i guess it's just a movie construct but just adding two to something <laughs> <the sequel. laughs> don't, don't breathe Two. <laughs>
1: anyway uh number eight i am also not seen it is dash cam are you familiar with that
0: no what what year is that
1: that film was released in ooh, this part out sorry i'm
0: giving you giving you pop quiz
1: <laughs> pop quiz hot shot oh that is a 2021 film Directed by Rob Savage and starring people I've never heard of. Hmm, So cool. uh, Yeah, I don't know anything about it. As two friends embark on a horror-fueled road trip and live stream the most terrifying night of their lives. So maybe it's like a found footage thing, but it's all dash cam footage.
0: Yeah, (laughs) sounds like it.
1: You drive past scary guys. I don't know. Right. All right. Listeners can write in and tell us if that's worth watching. Yeah. All right. Number seven. Now we're getting into films that I really enjoy. It follows.
0: (gasps) That was on my list.
1: That's on your list?
0: Yes. (laughs) The tension that that movie accomplishes is insane it's so good
1: that one had an average heart rate of 81 uh it's, it's, as an example uh, paranormal activity was 80 so just slightly higher but the highest peak was only 96 so it wasn't like jump scares and things like that it was it is more like, like
0: constant tension yeah <laughs> Oof. yeah i love that
1: yeah that's an interesting one that also has like clear rules like this is yeah. what <laughs> It reminds
0: me of the Mean Girls gym teacher. He's like, if you have sex, you will die. (laughs) I kind of love that it's taking that horror film trope and doing something different. I mean, not different with it, but just, you know, um, teasing out a different part of that.
1: I think there's a thing. I don't know how far back it goes, but definitely in '80s uh, horror films and slasher films, all of the victims they have to write in like, here's a little reason why they deserve to die, and this is why you shouldn't feel bad that you are excited (laughs) to see them get their head chopped off. Uh, They were they were mean to the main character at one point for just you know for whatever, or uh, or they are having sex and doing drugs.
0: Yes, slutty slutty people, yeah. (laughs) just asking for it yeah so there,
1: there is the trope of uh in horror films like if you go off to have sex you're gonna you can get killed
0: right it's true it's you should have a... got married
1: first yeah <laughs>
0: yeah totally a different movie but yeah it it follows if anybody has not seen it watch it because i don't i don't want to spoil all of it but it's it's very well done i think
1: and it remind me because it's been a while the, the premise is i have to have sex with somebody else so that the curse will follow them and not me is that right or does yeah that-
0: there's a there's a curse an evil creature that Um, is passed from person to person so it it kills the last person who had sex and then once that person is dead they go to the person that had sex with them it really is this (laughs) a story an allegory maybe about stds (laughs) (laughs) and the uh the ramifications of you know your actions, but yeah, it's kind of trying to outrun this very slow. And like, I think that's part of what's so good about the film is that it's never like a fast chase. Like, yeah, it's kind of like this slow building dread and the monster can follow you wherever you go. And it's just never rushing to kill you, but it's going to find you.
1: Oh yeah. It follows like you can mm-hmm. run. That's fine. Go ahead and run. But
0: <laughs> right. that person you're going to bed with every other person that person has ever gone to bed with before in their life so just picture it's as if you're all crawling into one bed together
1: what if i want to have sex before i get married
0: well i guess you just have to be prepared to die and you'll probably take with you your spouse and one or more of your children
1: number six is a movie called terrified
0: oh on the nose
1: (laughs) yeah what do you (laughs) call this i don't know the conjuring no that's already taken uh how about terrified (laughs) <laughs> you're shitless is that, no, that one's open. Yeah, right. are you familiar with it? it's a uh, Argentinian film. I'm not seeing it.
0: Me either. I'm going to put it on the. <laughs> All
1: right, do me do me a favor. We're going to get a live reaction. All right, I want you to Google the film and look at the poster. And we're going to get All your right. live reaction. This is live Glynis reaction to seeing the poster for Terrified. I'm
0: clicking, I'm Googling, I'm pulling up the images. I don't like it. I don't like it. Aterrados. Oh, it's so is it in Spanish? that's great oh i don't like it i don't like it at
1: all that's quality content right there
0: oh yeah i guess <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh um, i can't stop looking at it
1: i'm assuming it's a Span- i've not seen it i'm assuming it's a spanish language film
0: yeah it says Ater- Aterrados on, the, on the poster i'm looking at huh, huh. okay i'm I'm shutting it there's too much it's <laughs> like a hole Ugh, double face i don't like it
1: good also thank you for pronouncing it so i didn't have to <laughs>
0: sure
1: um hey hey, speaking of spanish language horror one of my new favorite things los spookies
0: los spookies is so good
1: yeah have you seen all of it or what how much have you seen
0: so we watched Um, season one and i loved it i think it's so unique and it's they're just all of the performers are just so good julio torres is like oh he's so weird i love it
1: (laughs) it is so bizarre and uh it like just the jokes are so great, and I'm I'm literally I'm reading subtitles and laughing at the jokes. Yeah. Uh, it's so good. So los espuquis, I would.
0: Los uh, espookies. yeah, and I love that they, you know, that it's Spanish and some English. Like I like that it's that they've created something that's like the world, which it's like it's not ever just yeah one language or the other. Like you live in a world where there's lots of different languages happening, and it's cool to have a show that you know the primary language is español, like it is for a lot of people in the world.
1: Number 5 on the list is hereditary.
0: Uh that that was like reluctantly on my list. Like it definitely it's definitely the scariest movie I've seen in a long time, but I did not enjoy being afraid like i was just upset and on edge the whole time i watched that film really yes it was it it did something like you know oh i don't want to i don't know what's coming on the list i don't know if the exorcist is on the list um
1: uh spoiler alert it is not on this year's list
0: okay Okay, so I feel less bad, but like they did things when they filmed *The Exorcist*. Apparently, where like they had like the sound of like a swarm of bees in the mm-hmm. in the like soundtrack and the background of the film, like things that would activate the weird animal part of your brain to like be afraid. Oh and yeah, and they like embedded it in the in the soundscape of the film, and it's like I feel like they must have done that in *Hereditary*. Like. <laughs> oh gosh i mean i think yeah there's just so many images i still see that i wish i could unsee from that from that one
1: uh oh i was incorrect uh, the exorcist is, is on the list but it's number 23 it's not in the top 10 list but it is Oh,
0: okay okay list. cool number cool still hanging on top 20 um top 25 is not bad
1: I, I would put exorcist on my list of the scariest just if i was making a top 10 just because it's oh it's just so creepy yeah Uh, The acting of the Linda Blair said, so creepy.
0: And like what you said about paranormal, paranormal activity. It's, I don't think that kind of movie had been made until that movie was made. You know, it was like one of the first, like they went there.
1: Number four is The Conjuring. Yeah. Oh, you're surprised at that? Yeah. It's been on the list uh, all three years. It was as high as number three. Huh. I love, I mean, if I was going to make a list of my favorite horror films, The Conjuring series would definitely be on the list. You don't You don't care for it?
0: No, I ca- I cared for it, but it. I maybe it's just because, I don't know, my particular experience, but that kind of movie is like, I can watch and I'm like fun afraid. Oh, okay. I've never like taken in and, you know, having like a, the, the animal (laughs) reaction of like, I'm very afraid.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, James Wan is the director and uh, follows Ed and Lorraine Warren, uh, real life couple mm-hmm. behind the medieval horror and was filmed here in north carolina i believe in wilmington
0: yeah i have a friend desi domo who was in uh the second one i believe she was one of the ghosts maybe that's it too it's like you know when you can you when you know somebody who's in a scary movie <laughs> it makes it a little less scary oh
1: okay <laughs> yeah um oh, it's one of my favorites so that definitely definitely on my list of favorites i don't know if about scariest Uh, And I think the first, the first Conjuring was the scariest one. So
0: right, right. I do love the like real life part of it. What even if it's like the tiniest crumb of like based Mm -hmm. on true events, I'm like, ooh, I want to watch that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, because the whole time you're like, this could happen. This could happen.
0: Totally (laughs) happened.
1: Yeah, this could happen.
0: (laughs) Basically, like watching a documentary.
1: (laughs) All right, Uh, number three would also be on my list of favorites. Uh, and that's Insidious.
0: I haven't seen it. <gasps>
1: Goodness, you're getting, you're getting homework.
0: Okay, that's fine. I'll write it down. What genre is Insidious? My dad has told me to watch it many times. So
1: it's thriller. It's so it's very similar to The Conjuring. Okay. Um. Uh, so it's about uh, just the conceit of it is great. So it's these people that uh it's a family and they have a sick son who's in um a coma or was in a coma i think mm-hmm. and they find out their house is haunted and it's just oh it's super terrible and so they leave and guess what the second house is haunted uh they may move again but anyway what they find out is the house is haunted the son when he was in a coma the spirits haunted the kid and so the spirits are it's oh, the kid.
0: call is coming from inside the house yeah
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. i don't know why they call it insidious, but uh, it's it, it's genuinely good and creepy I, It's very similar to the Conjuring I, in my mind, just in like the tone and everything. Although this one was rated, the average heart rate is eighty-five, and it's got the highest spike of anything on the list with one thirty-three.
0: Oh, wow!
1: Yeah, and it was uh number three last year, and it was number two the year before. But here's what I what I would say: there, it's a series, and the series gets worse as it goes. But okay. if you watch. Insidious one and Insidious two. They do a Back to the Future thing where they, uh in the second movie, it scenes take place within the first movie. Oh, and cool! So there's literally like a, a super scary scene, and I don't want to spoil it, but like there's something scary happens, and you never find out like what was going on in that, and it pays off in the second film. You find out what that was that was so scary that was happening. It was it's so brilliantly written, uh, written and weaved in. So I definitely. I recommend Insidious 1 and Insidious 2.
0: Okay, putting it on the list. (laughs) I could feel that someone was awake in the house. I went into Dalton's room. There was something in there with him. It was standing there in the corner. I asked it, who are you? And it said, it was a visitor. I said, what do you want? It said, Dalton.
1: I can still hear that voice. And number two is Sinister. Mm, sinister.
0: Which one is Sinister?
1: That is the one with Ethan Hawke. I was kind of surprised to see Ethan Hawke doing a horror film.
0: Okay. What year is that from? I wonder.
1: 2012.
0: Oh, okay. So yeah, I saw. Sorry, go ahead.
1: Um, So in this one, he is a, a Ethan Hawke plays a writer and he moves with his family into a house that had some murders in it as Kind of um to to help him be a better writer.
0: Oh yikes. <laughs> yeah. I would never co-sign that that <laughs> plan as as a wife.
1: <laughs> so it was written by um Robert Cargill. See Robert Cargill, uh who was inspired from watching The Ring. He he watched The Ring and he had a nightmare and that inspired him to write this uh, movie
0: oh cool and yeah, the ring gave a lot of people nightmares
1: <laughs> yeah so i it's definitely a, a recommend as well and then the number one film with an 88 heart rate so I, as a reminder paranormal activity was 80 so this is a full eight beats higher and a spike of 130 Oof. is host host yeah do you know that one
0: no i <laughs> I feel like that was an anticlimactic oh, sorry. <laughs> reveal for me. Oh, God, I'm sorry. to it. <laughs> it. was Titanic.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it broke all the records. Uh,
1: host is a 2020 video, uh, and it takes place over Zoom. And if, oh. I, if I'm remembering correctly, it even, like, it was filmed over Zoom.
0: Wow. The horror genre. Going for it. Embracing new technology. <laughs> I think I remember the... Um, trailers for it because you know seeing the people's uh faces on the screen and there's like things in the background
1: yeah it was um number one last year as well it wasn't um it was new huh. last year
0: i'm gonna have to check it out british computer screen supernatural horror film
1: <laughs> so i'm surprised i haven't watched a lot of these uh, top 10 our top 25
0: this time of year always I'm always surprised by how much content is constantly generated in this
1: genre of film I
0: mean it's not surprising but I'm just surprised by how far far behind I have fallen on consuming it
1: yes so of the top 30 I've seen 15 I've seen half of them
0: okay that's not too on. bad
1: I know mean, as a Halloween podcast host I'm ashamed of that
0: number. <laughs> I like how you were like this is unacceptable and I was like we're all just doing our best <laughs> <laughs>
1: So I've got a couple that I would have put on that list, but how about you?
0: Yeah, I I was gonna say the orphanage, which I don't know if that is on there.
1: No, that is not uh in the top 30. The I was
0: surprised there was no Guillermo on here um on this list. because He's kind oh. of like, you know, the like one of the masters of horror, I think. Um Yeah, you're yeah, right. That that um yeah, that movie just messed me up and I saw it before I had a child and like kid stuff is hard for me to watch. Like when you were describing Insidious, I was like, I don't know. The kid is sick. <laughs> um, and I can only imagine watching. I mean, I can't imagine watching that movie again. Have you seen The Orphanage? No. What? Oh, have you seen like Pan's Labyrinth? Yes. Okay. So you're familiar with like Guillermo.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. I love Guillermo del Toro. Mm-hmm.
0: He's, he's, a, he's a horror master for me. Um, yeah, I would watch The Orphanage. It is a, a, I just remember being devastated by the movie, like scared and then devastated.
1: (laughs) Scared and devastated. Yep. Wow. Man, it's too bad we already have a title for this podcast.
0: (laughs) That would be be great. Maybe that can be season two. Scared and devastated. devastated. (laughs) Let's see. I had, yeah, I had Hereditary. Then I had, um, let me in have you seen that movie it's a
1: it's an older one right what is that
0: i think it's from like 2012 it's a remake of let the right one in which i kind of i i understand why i guess but i kind of chafe when america's like we need to remake it in our language because i think (laughs) plenty of movies can stand up you know on their own with subtitles but um the premise is you know a child befriends A vampire who's in a child's body, and it's like this it's kind of psychological and emotional. Um, and she and he like they spend their like lives together, and he continues to age as she, you know, stays this like vampire child and like the things she makes him do. It's very, it's very upsetting. Um, but yeah, I remember watching that and it making an impression on me. (laughs) And then a recent one, uh, is us, which is, I think, the the last horror movie i saw in a theater and i think that makes a big difference like if you see it in the movies as opposed to like on your tiny tv um really yeah i feel like
1: it's the opposite you think it's scarier in in your house yeah because it could be in my house right now
0: That's yeah, you know that's a that's fair. But like, I'm um, gonna have to
1: sleep here. I'm bringing this in, and I'm not sleeping here. <laughs> I'm
0: inviting this presence into my. Like, home. I
1: can get up and leave a movie theater.
0: <laughs> that's true. That's what I should think when I start freaking out. Um, but yeah, we talked uh, with Jamie about Jordan Peele, who's amazing, mm-hmm. and I think Get Out is, you know, I would say it's like a better film, but mm-hmm. us like scared me more. It was a totally different kind of scary movie.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, These are, are good ads.
0: Yeah, what about
1: you? Uh, well, I would definitely have put the ring up higher. The ring is number 17. Okay. But I remember watching that movie and being creeped out. I think I even mm-hmm. watched it on VHS. It might have, was it that Ooh. long ago? Maybe not. Yeah. But I, yeah, anytime the phone rang after that.
0: <laughs> I know. I, re- I remember watching it and feeling like agitated. I'm like, well, they just made us watch it, so... <laughs> <laughs> like they, you know that's a, an, an interesting thing that they did with the movie which is they kind of force you to participate
1: <laughs> that's right yeah no warning or anything like can yeah. you hey, turn the movie off now because we're gonna really freak you out right i liked a couple things about it just about the way the movie was constructed it starts off and it feels like very slasher horror movie like it's got the two pretty girls and they're talking about you know yeah studio. and then uh was it no me i believe is the uh lead and so it it like takes this surface level character that most horror movies would stop at and then she becomes this very interesting character throughout yeah. it starts and it feels like it's going to be kind of that slasher movie ish and then it, it shifts and the other thing is they're they're like oh the girl she just wants to have her soul free and so they go through this effort of like we're letting her out of the well and then they're <laughs> like hey guess what that's what she wanted she's still coming to kill you she wanted out of the well.
0: you got Spoiled tricked out of it. <laughs>
1: Well, that, I haven't seen Ringu, which is the what it's based on, but um, I, I definitely love that film. Yeah. The other thing, I, a movie I would add, just, again, straight up scary, although it, I don't know that you would even consider it a horror film, is The Sixth Sense.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, I, I remember just moments in the movie where like my hair on the back of my neck was standing up.
0: It has um, to be a horror film, right? Just like some of those images, like the... <laughs> All the ghosts, like all the dead people. Oh,
1: it's gotta be. I guess it's known for the twist. Which I was going to say, I'm, I don't, I'm not going to spoil it, but like, hey, if you don't know this twist of the sixth sense, if you, know, if you, you can, haven't
0: seen there. the sixth sense, stop the podcast and stop go watch it right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but even if you haven't seen it, you got to know what the twist is about this. Or mm-hmm. Somebody talk about it. It's, the twist gets the attention, but the scenes with the kid talking to the ghosts, or, you know, experiencing the spirits, the one where he like walks on the hall and there's like, uh you know, people hanging. I'm like,
0: that's yeah. Just,
1: It's just really well done, I
0: thought. Yeah. And just like how smart the storytelling is. Like you think if you look back at all the scenes and just like Shyamalan, man, he knows that in a movie, if a scene starts and there are two people sitting in a chair looking at each other and like the little kid comes in. We assume they were just talking, right? But it was really the mom was sitting there alone, you know, like all of these really smart things he did with his composition, or it was really impressive to me.
1: Yeah, and uh, Haley Joel Osmond gets all the the performance of like as he's talking, you know, and sharing the secret, like he's not sure if he should share this. Like, the mm-hmm. emotion in his voice and everything is just like so creepy. And then the final, you know, I see dead people. Like, yeah. oh.
0: so good. Come on, a classic uh, for a reason. I want to tell you my secret now.
1: Overall, it's a pretty good list. I'm going to bring up one more that's number 12. Uh-huh. Yeah, just in case you're wondering, uh, Conjuring 2 is number 11, okay. which a lot of people feel like is the lesser of the Conjuring franchise, but I thought it was great. But number 12 is The Babadook.
0: <gasps> yes.
1: <laughs> I knew that would the, get a reaction.
0: The Baba Duke, who is a now a queer icon, which I love. Um, yeah, I don't
1: know how that happened but not
0: quite sure but it did and <laughs> also that's a horror film that's by a woman which is a rarity um like i think it's directed and written by a woman i hope i'm gonna say it is fine, um,
1: you're gonna make me type Duke into my computer
0: uh- <laughs> This is when we summoned the Babadook.
1: Yeah, written and directed by Jennifer Kent.
0: Oh, so good! And like, just the about about of that movie is so good, right? Because horror films are there's always like what's happening right in front of you, and then there's their like what is what societal or cultural anxieties it's happening tapping into, and it's just exploring grief, and it's so sad and so good.
1: It is Babadook. My, I, did for, uh, I did that for like a month after I watched the movie. Baba Noose. <laughs> <Duke.
0: laughs> My sister and I have a running joke that the Baba Duke, because in different moments of the movie, he like leaves the book, right? Yeah. And you you get pieces of the book and we have a running joke that he wants feedback on his manuscript and like he keeps leaving <laughs> keeps leaving it and is kind of pestering this woman for her <laughs> for her for her notes on his uh, dissertation or <laughs> something. <laughs> you gotta find at least me i have to find maybe that's why i didn't like hereditary or the movie like i have to find a way to like laugh at the movie pretty quickly after it like i don't know if that happens with you it's like i watch it i'm scared i love it and then i start to kind of i mean that's just the lens which with which i like view the world as humor because otherwise it's too scary and sad
1: (laughs) yeah no that makes sense like you have to find some reason why it's not real which is why i think when something's based on a true story that like oh this is kind of real yeah i know you know Mm -hmm. that it's not real but it's kind of real
0: kind of real someone said it happened
1: so you find a plot you know plot point that doesn't make sense or or something that's ridiculous and maybe makes you feel better
0: yeah i don't know about you but when when i was watching paranormal activity i think sam was growing annoyed with me but i just kept shouting at the tv like leave just go to a hotel (laughs) (laughs) get out of that space
1: All right. Well, I don't know about you, but I've got the chills right now. I'm, uh, yeah, I need to go watch something watch something funny just to uh,
0: cleanse the palate.
1: Uh, yeah. I'm going to go find some of those memes of uh, the Babadook, the kid in the back seat screaming, Why can't you be normal? <laughs> ah! oh.
0: <laughs> I love it.
1: All right. Well, I left you with some homework. With
0: Did I give you any homework?
1: Insidious? No. Is there one that you want to give me? You want to give me Orphanage?
0: Yeah. Watch the Orphanage.
1: Okay. I'll take I'll take Orphanage because I love uh, Guillermo de Giro, So.
0: Yeah. He's awesome.
1: Okay. Cool. All right. All right. Turn out the lights.
0: We'll get our sign off. We're going to get it on our last <laughs> episode. <laughs> we'll get it we'll save it for next season
1: trick-or-treat everybody
0: trick-or-treat all tricks no treats (laughs) have you Oh, I don't like it. I don't like it at all.
1: That's quality content right there.
0: Oh, yeah, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com.